blood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, Never Alone. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. He was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Strong faith glorifies God. He considered not his own body now dead. Too many of us are enraptured in our own circumstances. And we, you know, we start talking about things ain't going to ever change. You know, person I'm married to, they ain't going to ever change. Uh, you know, situation where I go and make my money, ain't going to ever change. Oh, I'm so proud of you with all this faith talking. You're weak. Your, your mindset is watered down. <laughs> you speaking death into the atmosphere. That's why people cannot get over what happened to them. They keep talking about it. They don't, they don't want to read over in Philippians. I believe that's 2 and 5. Let the same mind be in you. Which was also in Christ. Jesus. No, I don't want that mind. I want to be mad. Be talking to me about let this same mind be in you. Which was also in Christ. I'm mad too, Eddie. You saw the bumper sticker? Oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm old school. But Abraham was strong in faith. And didn't have nothing to read. Hmm? He was strong in faith and didn't have no Bible. You know why he was strong in faith? Because he believed. Listen, you ought to believe God even though you don't see nothing. If he said it, he'll do it. If he spoke it, he'll bring it to pass. So you be strong and you be of good courage. And you'd make up your mind today that you're going to stop, be, stop being weak and wimpy. Going through life crying about everything. You got to be strong in a world like this. Because people don't really be hearing what other people are saying. You, you might say, well, good morning, brother. How you doing, Brother. The brother might say, man, I broke all my teeth out in the front of my mouth and, 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 and I broke my ankle and, and, and I'm hobbling along. To show you people don't listen, good, God bless you. <laughs> because the average person is in their own world. Love means I'm in your world too and I'm praying for you. Love means my life is bigger than myself and my family 
in us four and no more. Love means that I'm concerned about what happens to you. I'm concerned about what happens to your family. And by this shall all men know that we are Christ's disciples because we have love one to another. So you don't want your world to just be you and your family. Because God has seen fit to put us in a whole nother family. Now go back to Hebrews 13. I'm trying to meander my way through here to give you some pearls of wisdom. So that you will be able to put a smile on your face. I was watching television. Go back to Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. I was watching television last night right before I slipped into sleep land. But I saw a, a lipstick commercial. And in this, uh, I don't know if it's cover girl or whomever it was, lipstick commercial that you can put this lipstick on and you can eat and drink whatever you want to eat and drink all day and the lipstick is going to stay on. Right? So, so your, your lips will always look to be sort of perked up. Uh, so so, so how, how much greater? If that lipstick is going to stay with you all day long, God going to do it too. That, that's my point. God, God is going to be with you all day long, even if you forget to put the lipstick on. <laughs> Somebody tell the Lord, thank you. Now, if you look at verse 5, let your manner of life or your conversation be without covetousness. Don't want what someone else has. Thank God that they got it. They got to pay the note. And be content with such things as you have. Quit buying furniture every week. Be content with such things as you have. Be content. Buy good clothing so you don't have to be buying clothes every other week. Good clothes will stand the test of time. So be content with such things as you have. Some of y'all need to stay at home. You cannot afford to visit. Nobody else has got a house that looks better than yours. Because you ain't got no money. Then you try to come back and put pressure on your husband. Be content with such things as you have. Don't you jump up in here with the Baptist shuffle. Trying to get out because I'm talking about this. <laughs> Be content with such things as you have. Now notice what it did not say. It did not say be content with such things that have you. Hmm? Like your alcoholic habit. Pornographic habit. No, be content with such things as you have, not that have you. See, that was the problem with the rich young ruler. It wasn't that he had money. His money had him. And the love of money is the root of all evil. Which while some have coveted after, have pierced themselves through with many sorrows. That money will pimp you. That money will have you doing stuff you never thought you would ever do just to get some money. Be content with such things. You know that? Things as you have. What things soever you desire when you pray, believe. That you receive them and you shall have them things. God ain't got no problem with me having a mentally. I got a problem with a mentally. This report. You think I'm going to lose the whole front end of my Bentley? 
Man, around here, you need five extra shock absorbers. And I'm noticing, man, a whole lot of places. You going down the street, and there's a big old hole right there in, in mud all out on the street. Man, it's something bad wrong around here. So you need to buy things that, that show you have sense. I, 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 whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. I just say you better not blink your eye too many times going down one of these streets because don't it make you mad when you're in a pothole? Bend your rim, all that. That's why you have to be a Christian when you drive. <laughs> you call the mayor and everybody something else. We ought to be able to go into the place that God has blessed us with that we call our house and be content. You know, not with raggedy, torn up stuff, but stuff that represent the kingdom. See, the Lord wants us to be rich with things. Oh, yes, my Lord, he does. He just doesn't want those things to have us. All right, moving right along. So, be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Now look at verse 6. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. Sometimes, see, it's good to wait on the Lord and to be of good courage so that he can strengthen your heart. If, if, if you're newlywed or, or you oldly wed, <laughs> okay, and, and, and that same couch the children jumped on and now they're 71. It, it, what are you doing with your money? Why, why does your house represent Sanford and Son? Now, when you talk about dealing with Sanford son and son, that man loved that junked up house. He loved it. God didn't call me to be Sanford and son. He doesn't even want his house to even half look like Sanford or son. We are kids of the kingdom. Which means then that God wants us to have the very best this world has to offer. He wants us to tithe. He wants us to live out of some. He wants us to save some. He wants us to give some away. So that we can boldly say, even though if man doesn't help you, that's all right. We can boldly say, the Lord is my helper. Psalms number 118. We're not through. We're coming back. Psalm number 118, never alone. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. I turn over my bed sometime in the wee hours in the morning and just tell the Lord I love him. Because he's done so many marvelous things. And I challenge you, as you go through this Bible, you can turn sometime, not even having no destination, and you will find where the Lord says, I give strength to my people. God wants us strong. God wants us strong so that when we open our mouth, the people we work with will know that we are servants of the living God. 
than that we trust God for our lives. Because he's never failed us. We don't have to be begging for bread. David says, I was young and now I'm an old man. And I tell you what I've never seen. The righteous forsaken. Nor his seed begging bread. God is faithful to his people. God is faithful to his word. And God is in his people. And God don't damn his people. Now you quit cussing. Tell me you going to get even with them. Are you in Psalms number 118? All right. I'm going to read verses 4 through 8. Listen to this. Because I'm talking about never alone. Let them now who fear the Lord say that his mercy endure forever. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. It ain't but two people awake in here. Let the people of the Lord say what? Say it again. Say it again. How long is forever? Now you know the Lord could have cut a lot of us down long time ago. Am I right about it? But what? Say what? Still here? Verse 5. I called upon the Lord in distress. Anybody ever been there? <laughs> Let's take the diss off and go ahead with the rest of the word. Stress. I called upon the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me. And set me in a large place. He will always move you away. He can keep you in the middle of the distress. You can be as cool as a cucumber in a salad in the refrigerator. Everything around you going crazy and you sitting there just as cool. And they wonder what's wrong with you because you've learned something in life. What's that? Cast the thing on the Lord. Cast the whole of your care on the Lord. Say, Lord, I'm giving you this because I'm tired of dealing with it. I'm giving it to you. I'm giving you the kids. I'm giving you the hubby. I'm giving you the dogs. Huh? I'm giving you everything that will steal my joy. Here it is. Take it. Go with it. Because I'm tired and sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm tired of my brain going through all these changes and it never rests. I'm tired of my mind and heart being unsettled about issues in my life that I allowed to come in. So if I allowed them to come in, why am I still holding on to them and it got me stressed out? Because the devil have sold us a fake idea that if we don't have something to worry about, we ain't got nothing at all. That's the biggest lie. How many of you want to be stress free? How many of you want to just get the thing to the Lord and walk away? The Lord is my helper. Now you notice that. How humble he is. To help mankind. <laughs> the Lord will help you through school. 
The Lord will help you through every stage of your life. Too many of us trying to fix it, then bring it to the Lord. Talking about, look what I done done. The Lord said, leaning on the left side at a third degree angle. Still here? In verse 5, I called upon the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a large place. Ain't no place bigger than Jesus. Verse 6, the Lord is on my side. Say that with me. Say it again. Let it get into your spirit. Say it again. Now the reason he's there is so that I will not fear. Hmm. Isn't that something? You dating, so he say he's going to leave you. Help him. <laughs> if he threatened to leave you and you dating, <laughs> what's it going to be with I do, baby? The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. Now notice this. Now another place it says, I will not fear what man shall do unto me. But that ain't what this is getting ready to say. Listen. It says, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? Question them all. What can he do unto me? whatever he does to me God is gonna do it to him cause people don't understand when you touch God's property he gonna get you they came against Israel and the Bible says they stumble and fail and now is my head lifted up above my enemies round about. What did David say about it? David said, when I'm overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. And that rock that followed them was Christ. On Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. And I'm never alone. So if I slap somebody, me and God going to jail. <laughs> But even there, he'll be with me. In verse 7, now watch this blessing right here. The Lord taketh my part with those who help me. Ain't no way you're going to help me and don't get blessed. <laughs> okay? So, so, so God is all up in this. Therefore, shall I see my desire upon those who hate me. Now you take that, take that, that, put that in the bank. I don't have to lift a finger against my enemies. God already promised me that he will. When a man's ways pleases God, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. The Lord going to help those that help me. And those that hate me, God is going to deal with them too. Somebody tell the Lord, thank you. 
Time is moving. I need to move with it. Let me share a few things with you. We have to understand. Go to Hebrews chapter 2. We have to understand that Satan is defeated. That's not just something nice to say. That's the truth about the matter. Satan is defeated and Jesus is Lord. So on your way, on your way to Hebrews chapter 2, stop by 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verses 24 through 26. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verses 24 through 26. If you're there, say I have it. Now listen to this. This is where God checks our attitude as believers. See, when you're going through something, don't get bitter, get better. Listen to this. Because by by doing good toward other people, you put the devil out. 2 Timothy 2, 24, And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, all men, saint and sinner, Apt or equipped to teach. By example. Patient. In meekness instructing those who oppose themselves. You'll find a lot of people that have no confidence. Build them up. If God perhaps will give them repentance to the acknowledgement of the truth. Because some of them have gone into error. You pull people back into truth by walking in it. But here's the point. And that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. Who are taken captive by him at his will. Weak people are taken captive by the devil at the devil's will. Have you, have you, ever, have you ever had your mind just bombarded with thoughts and you knew that it was not the Lord. And, and, and you said where are all these thoughts coming from and all this. The devil will ride your mind, our mind if he could all the way down through the dirt. You can be sitting up, man, and, and the devil tell you such and such and so don't even like you. <laughs> Trying to get us to buy into that hype. But if we walk in love, we can start winning people to the Lord. And remember, you and I are not necessarily responsible unless we did something to the people. We're not necessarily responsible for how they treat us. We're responsible for how we treat them. So we must must not strive with people. We ought to be gentle and patient and loving and kind and praying people up. That's what keeps your Christian life moving forward. The moment you stop and try to get even, you're going to be there for a long time. And the devil is taking God's people captive anytime he wants to. Because you still got that hatred in your heart against that person. So that means that door of hatred that's open in your heart, the devil is wearing that path out 28 hours a day. And you know why the devil doesn't want us to talk to our enemies? See, the Bible made it real, makes it real clear. That when you got a lot of children, you can go and talk to your enemy in the gate. Because they know that old boy, you got 13 children, the old boy, he ain't had no sense from day one when it comes to his daddy. 
And now they done messed with his daddy. His daddy now is at the gate. He got all them children behind him. And he say, you say what to me now? You got all heaven behind you. And the devil come talking noise. You say, you say what to me now? That's what grace is. All of God's resources to back you up. <laughs> you got access to all of God's resources. This is the last scripture, but I ain't through. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 2. Now, if we resist the devil, he'll flee from us. Yeah. Our minds must not be inundated with evil thoughts. Mm-mm. No, no, no. No. No, that, that stifles your growth. That, that causes you to, to stay a baby. And hurt people hurt people. Hurting people hurt people. That's why you have to be careful. What the Bible says. Do not go to an angry person. Now remember in all of our action. In all of our ways. The Lord is Today's message. Never alone. FC2741. FC2741 is now available on CD for only $10, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119, or email us, greenwoodacres at Know Your Bible radio broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is... I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart 
I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. <laughs>